1: Tuesday night you play Thursday cause you're what a feeling what a
2: Hello and welcome to a water night part of the 90 Min podcast network talking all things Tottenham Hotspur joining me as he does always Mr Jude Summerfield.
1: Always, always always mate how are you doing
2: Yeah good we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks
1: Yeah thank god you yeah. <laughs> know. Um, but there's that's like with the yeah that's the spirit. but it's like a bit more of a nice uh, positive, looking forward to it vibe. Fond that makes the that. heart grow stronger, you know? Yeah, exactly. What? And now we've, 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 we've got two games in the space of like mm. five days, which is unheard of for it's a bit team much. with no European football.
2: It's a bit much, you know? Yeah, it is too much. I, d- I do think that those in power may be trying to disrupt the flow. You think? You know, I, I think that, that is a tinfoil hat conspiracy right there, if you want to fill your boots. think you could you something.
1: But it doesn't really seem to matter at the moment what mm. anybody does. Because they top, Spurs top of the league?
2: Top of the league. Not joint top anymore
1: either. Not joint, yeah. Yeah, not on goal scored. Outright. <laughs> it's nice to be out there. Outright. Long may it continue. And yeah. I'm sure it will. Mm. I'm sure it will. I'm sure this will
2: never end. The good times famously never end.
1: I mean, as long as they're playing Angels and islands in the stream at the stadium and, and all I couldn't believe they, they actually put
2: islands in the stream on
1: I think it's it's uh, it's nice it's a nice bit of fan service quite mm-hmm. quite quite honestly
2: and the camera just immediately panned to James Madison who <laughs> is one million percent the dressing room DJ <laughs> and the guy behind it I can't imagine anyone else in that squad
1: yeah well you know he's the main man isn't he so I imagine he'd want to and this is the roast dinner himself. yeah this is the roast dinner he fancies himself as a DJ he can do pretty much everything so. he can do
2: everything I was uh, we were talking before the start. I was I was going to write something about James Madison on Monday night after Spurs beat Fulham 2-0. I was very tired in the end. Mm. I just left it in my notes. It was yeah, just, genius. It really, he's, the streams he's, of thought in there. He's a good knitting lad. Mm.
1: He knits all of it to him. Yeah. And makes it
2: I, I think, so, we'll talk about the 2-0 win, mainly. But I think one of my main takeaways from that is Madison is both simultaneously a luxury number 10 but also someone who's kind of integral to the high pressing that Spurs do now. And I think that's such a rare profile of player to have. And he didn't strike me as that kind of guy before either.
1: I didn't think he was a relentless runner in the mould of like no. Ericsson that we've had before. Um, but I, I, I think I saw his a few of his quotes after the game, or they might have been before, where he just said, like, ah, oh, the... We have to press from the front every game. Yeah, yeah. we have. have to. We have to press really high up, which is um, which is good to hear. Refreshing, yeah, refreshing. Um, it's not just um uncoordinated shouts of press. <laughs> Seems like lockdown few, days with
2: Mourinho really, oh, really yeah, were awful. And the high. high right
1: back, never, never forget. High right back. <laughs> this is sort of why I've been conditioned into you know still thinking that this could all fall apart very quickly. <laughs> Um, well now we have high everything now we have high yeah high, XG, it's not just high the right shots pack. on target you know bloody yeah well full backs players strikers basically these do days you, do a bit you see the
2: stat about how Spurs have the most touches in the opposition penalty area this season and it's the gap between first to second is bigger than the gap between second to tenth
1: I didn't see Have you not that, seen
2: that? No. I need to let me dig it out. You keep talking. You feel this space. Too. I keep talking. Uh, tell, tell everyone about your nineteen-four win last <laughs> night. It was Five side
1: actually. <laughs> the most embarrassing thing I've ever been a part of. Quite frankly, <laughs> um, you won. We well, yeah, we did win, but it's sort of like I don't know. It was it was taking candy from a baby at a certain points. I mean, it's it's wonderful to be able to score a hat trick in a nineteen-four win and then pull out the Jimmy Madison dart celebration, but. <laughs> At nineteen um, four, <laughs> it was it was in the teens when that when when that one went in, um, but yeah, I mean you, you see that you see the guy pull it out on the Monday, and, mm. and I think whether it's ironic or not, I've I've just I've added that to my game now. <laughs> 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 you know that's what it's all about. You got you got see the best players, you identify their bits, and you think,
2: yeah. Imagine if Andrew's managing.
1: I would enjoy lunch so much more than I usually do but what's the stats saying?
2: okay so the stat is um, touches in opposition penalty area Tottenham lead the Premier League this season with 354 in second place is Chelsea on 293 third Arsenal 289 fourth Brentford 281 fifth Liverpool 275 sixth Brighton 259 seventh Man United 254 eighth Man City 253 ninth Aston Villa 248 and Tenth Newcastle, does it? Ten? Is that right? Ten? Yeah. Two four one.
1: That's quite wild. Considering that's yeah, so some, many some touches the teams in there as well. Yeah, and you'd expect Man City to be very high up, mm. there just because of how how they play. But and even even Arsenal to be maybe have a few a few more and be
2: Chelsea's super, really surprised and me. Chelsea is really Chelsea. because it does not feel like they've been doing that well.
1: No, I suppose they are like they're going to be the other pressing side. You know that that whole, yeah, their whole yeah. tactics are sort of geared around considering maybe they're not, they don't have the best players there. <laughs> um, but that's yeah, that's that's a wonderful little stat that. and it's um, and it's 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 obviously quite um, quite a pivotal thing in how Spurs are playing and yeah. actually creating chances as well. Spurs, no, I don't think Spurs last season get those two chances that they got. I know they were no, individual no. mistakes. Yeah. So but they wouldn't be that high up the pitch to to get the ball and then then snap into action.
2: I saw a clip, I think it was over the international break, it was someone comparing Spurs' pressing from last season to this season. It might have been like an old Monday night football clip, actually, from recently. Um, And it was so, I think the game that they showed was the home loss against Arsenal last season where everyone was just so standoffish, very slow to close them down, very happy just to sit in. And they compared that with a game this season I think it might have been the North London derby again, and just straight to them. Everyone, they've got a man. They know what to do. They know how to rotate. They know how to switch on different people. And it's a real, I said it, um, I think last time I recorded, this is a real credit to coaching, because this is not something you really thought of, the de- the defensive kind of transition um, under Andrew Postacogli when he came in. You, th- you think, oh, yeah, we'll play maybe some exciting football, We'll have a lot more possession, we'll make more chances. Um, But the off ball stuff, and I think, and just did say it post match, that was what he was most impressed with in this Fulham game. And I think I was as well. And I think it's quite a testament to what's happened so far this season that I feel so much more confident in the defence. And I feel way more confident with the defence than I do with the attack, even though Spurs are now this amazing attacking team. Mm.
1: They've got, well, they've got two centre backs there in Romero and. Van der Ven, who like to be aggressive, mm. who like to make that first um, first step in the challenge, and actually not just sink back and let let teams dominate a, a space, so to speak.
2: You, you mean know? like Longley, your favourite? Yeah, I mean like <laughs> you. You loved him. I know you loved him.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, on no. record.
2: <laughs> on the record.
1: I think he's probably a nice guy. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, he's. I don't think he's. He's not playing that much for Villa at the moment, is he? Um, I didn't know that. Not that that makes any difference. I mean, he was just very. I'm getting, I'm getting worked up. So. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's much better having these players who will actually bring the ball out as well. And I, I feel like if you've got aggression at the back and that's like geared or shown all the way throughout the team and the way mm-hmm. that they're pressing, you're just going to have so many more better results, and you're not gonna you're not gonna have these games where you're hanging on a little bit. Um, I mean, unless you get somebody sent off for a ridiculous dive or whatever, um, like not naming so, names. Well, like Basuma did the other. Uh, okay, naming names. names yeah. No. wow, well, you know, I can't pull the wall over people. What eyes, a prat! Like, what an idiot! Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I just like how they're much more, um, much more progressive with the way they pass out from the back as well. Yeah. You know, they, they, they have, they have to bring the ball forward. Like they have to dribble into space, and they have to look for that ball forward because. There actually isn't that safe option of just the left wing back or the right wing back. Yeah, everyone's everyone's so They're so so high, so, high the it. pitch, so it's like, oh, you've really got to, you know, you've got to pick someone out here, and everyone else has actually got to move. Yeah. And I think when the attack is quite all action to start with, mm. it helps and helps bleed into the defense, yeah. doesn't it? I was
2: going to say, did you watch the Monday Night Football before the match, or have you seen the clip of, of the analysis that um, Jamie Carragher and Gary O'Neill were doing about? Yeah, I saw all the green squares. Yeah, yeah, the yeah,
1: building from the from building from the back, and they, they say it's different to other teams, which uh, is nice, you know. Nice trailblazers, yeah, trailblazers, yeah. you know. Um, and I I think it, it it does when you when you put those fullbacks so high up the pitch, it just it just preoccupies opposition defenders, doesn't it? And then you end up with your best players having a bit more space, a bit deeper. And yeah, then they get the ball well, rolling.
2: Well, yeah, that was one of the key differences. So they're, so, they're talking about how. Um, in the build-up Vicario will start from the back and then he'll have Romero and Van de Ven with him but usually teams will have either another fullback come in to support them in a three or the the number six will come in deep as well but with Spurs it's not been like this it's just been those two on their own basically the fullbacks go into midfield as we know they go high up they go into almost number 10 positions and it's a little tactical novelty and they showed a couple of examples that working really well and I think that was on display from the off in this Fulham game, where I thought actually Fulham played quite well in the first half and for bits of the second as well. Like I didn't come away thinking, "Wow, Fulham are really crap; yeah, they could be in trouble, trouble this season." I true? thought that they made a good account of themselves. I think that their, their squad isn't amazing. I think Marcus Silva's doing a really good job. Um, they're not pushovers. Mm. Like they came to Spurs last year and it was probably Spurs' best, one of their best attacking performances of the season, which is saying something. Mm. And it, it, the end of two one, but it could have been five or six. Yeah. This, this year, uh I think maybe they expected Spurs to play a little bit differently, but they really frustrated Spurs at times, but Spurs still found a way through, and I think towards the final ten minutes of the first half, you really saw that coming up more. The goal gave a lot of confidence. There was a couple of other chances, like the where Madison quickly plays into Sol and just the little flick and your doggy runs in and he's mm. denied by a last ditch challenge, and I was like it's just so this is it this is, the, this is the way that kind of 40, 50 year olds think that <laughs> that they think they would be if they were manager they're like <laughs> pass it forward you know um, <laughs> pass forward play best players play quickly like it's actually working
1: yeah, yeah That's what's they're happening to these players strengths which is which is fabulous I mean how many shots did they have again they had 15 shots 15 to 10 time. it didn't really feel like that no, I mean, yeah, Fulham had some decent chances especially At the end towards yeah. The one, one towards the end Where um, oh, Vicario just makes a couple of really nice saves, doesn't he? Um, things that he should save, you know
2: <coughs> But we've at seen a lot morning, recently that. of goalies sa- not saving things that they should save
1: Yeah, exactly At a time when, like, yeah Other goalies seem to be throwing them into their own net At quite an alarming rate at other clubs
2: Well, yeah, I was saying at the desk this morning I think goalkeeping's kind of fallen off a cliff because I think if... The death of the goalkeeper. Well, well, yeah, there's more reports linking Aaron Ramsdale with a move from Arsenal to Chelsea. And it's like, this is where we're at. Mm. Chelsea are going to spend big money on another goalkeeper who can't even start for Arsenal.
1: I think they should, though.
2: <laughs> I, th- I encourage them to do it, actually.
1: <laughs> they just go around all the clubs looking at, at, at goalkeepers who just aren't playing and thinking... Fraser Forster?
2: Fraser. Lloris? Yeah, uh, Pochettino didn't uh, did always say that Lloris was like the fifth arm of his coaching staff, you know. <laughs> Little reunion there. I did actually think that. I did wonder if... Would Pochettino consider that? But I do. Do you reckon? In, uh, we'll talk more about about this in the Chelsea pod next week. But I do wonder sometimes what like what does Pochettino think of Spurs since he left? Like what were his opinions? What would he have? What would he have done? What were his kind of evaluations like? What did he what think of Larice now? Would you if Lloris called him and was like, "I'm not playing. Can I come to Chelsea?" What would, he, what would his response be?
1: I'm just—I—I I, I doubt he'd say yes. I think surely you need some sort of emotional cut off. Well, you say—you say
2: this Robert Sanchez is starting.
1: Robert Sanchez is starting, but then Hugo Lloris hasn't started a game in about I don't know five or six months, has he? Robert Sanchez is not either. But time that he arrived? Yeah, it's this, this true, but he's—I'm he's making the case. A, you are making the case. He's not. Are you quite buying as, my take? Uh, he's not quite as washed up. Would as you Lloris like to buy I'd it? Say. last year was really bad.
2: I'm like, selling. I'm selling this take. Oh, Sanchez was really bad as well. <laughs>
1: Lloris brings leadership. It. Well, you know, 300 so. caps for France, if, if, you know, give or take. I, I, I'm happy to concede that this is a great idea, um, <laughs> and that Lloris should go to Chelsea and play and goal for just the foreseeable future, maybe five or six years, and then every time they have a big game, we can just and then one of those big games, hopefully, will be against Spurs. We can just sort of sit back and, you know cash our checks I'll work on this next throw week it into his yeah I'll, I'll work
2: t- on this I'll do some proper research into this I
1: think you should give Potcher I'll give him a call give him a call and see what he see what he thinks because you know I mean, if if Sanchez gets injured and it's Marcus Bettinelli there relying on, then that's that's something else entirely. They did that turn another. But guy. who cares? Cause Spurs have Vicario. And he's yet. He's so even, good, and he's yet to even make a mistake. And we're we're looking around at bloody your man David Raya, like completely shat the bed at Arsenal since he's come in and started playing.
2: That's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good fun. It's like, a great pump fake from me.
1: Spreading your propaganda about how he's incredible and they got the better deal. He looks still like, a better
2: deal. I was watching the Sevilla game. Last night, and he did look a bit like David Ospino Actually, um, there was one chance at the end where Sevilla putting cross and he's come up to punch it. He's got like diving forward to punch it, and he's punched it backwards. <laughs> it's just about dropped over the bar. If you haven't watched this clip, go find it. It's hilarious like William Slim like, like almost like a like a pantomime actor. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh my god, no! What's going he's like, on? So where's he going? And it's like, where oh, is my... he
1: bowled behind himself. Mm. He's sent the crowd scurrying um, behind him there. Yeah, nice to have an actual
2: goalie who because he had a, he had a couple of hairy moments in this game. You know, he had the header that went, I think, it went to William. Yeah, he got good. back. He had, a, he had a kick from the back, but it was it wasn't like the Sanchez to Rice one at the weekend, which I was that was quite funny.
1: Mm.
2: Um, it, it was stuff that you could kind of get away with. It wasn't just direct stuff, but it's, it's stuff that you're going to risk when you play from the back. And it wasn't The Spurs weren't exposed enough where it was such a detriment. So doesn't,
1: yeah, doesn't look any or, or like any of those mistakes are weighing on him that much either mm. it just ke- yeah. keeps going and I'll, and
2: I'll say as well like the, the save from Polinia in the first few minutes oh, from the yeah, corner I watched back on replay I wasn't as impressed by it because it, it looked like a nice height and it wasn't as powerful but in the moment like when you're in that stadium you're like oh
1: my god yeah man, it's big stretch it's,
2: yeah it's big stretch it's like one of those where the amount of times I've seen the ball go into that net it's like I'm expecting the net to bulge again and it's just like oh no this long arm just clawed it away
1: yeah I mean usually when that kind of header comes in I'm used to seeing Lloris or Forster sort of just stay still and like rooted to the spot a yeah. little bit not really attempting to get the ball um, be sprang across like a salmon and um and yeah It's just continued His, his rich vein of form like yeah, Spurs wait, looking terrific. He sprang across
2: like? like a salmon Yeah <laughs> you, You're mixing up
1: Nah <laughs> Just doing my own thing You can't be contained I cannot be contained I'm just going to do my own thing Win
2: 19-4 when you want
1: If that's Yeah If there's one thing Spurs could do They could get a really yeah. A really big thumping win At some mm. point um, Preferably 19-4 But you know if This, if, this if, is the thing you know, We're
2: we'll, we'll back on our two goals a game bullshit. Mm-hmm. Cuz so the only games in the Premier League season where Spurs haven't scored two were the 5-2 win against Burnley and the one 0 win against Lucs before the international break. Every other game Spurs have scored two exactly two goals. And they are fourth in goals scored.
1: Which is quite wild, isn't it? Really. Like, yeah, but they've just had a few where they've they've bolstered the numbers, like that Burnley game and Well, it's literally and, only the Burnley. Yeah, game. it's the, oh, well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Probably.
2: It really annoyed me when around the international rate there was all these different kind of XG tables going around saying that Spurs were like overperforming. And it was like, if you go back through every single game, there was not a single game in which Spurs were kind of, if they didn't create as much XG, it wasn't the definitive one. And there's always kind of caveats to it as well, where I think people were just misusing what XG is and what it's meant to be used for, and I think... The people who make those tables know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I took. Well, of it yeah, too. it was just like I can tell the people who whose opinions are worth kind of valuing by how they react to those tables. Because if your reaction was "Wow, I suppose... well, they're going to. Well, I suppose the I suppose yeah. are going to fall off a cliff. Then you know, and that was one of my favourite things this week: the Arsenal fans who are like. Not worried about Spurs, man. I swear, I'm not worried about Spurs. Anyway, here's their run in April and May. <laughs> <laughs> no chance they're going to keep it up there. No chance, but, yeah. but yeah. well, if
1: they're in the top four with like a 10 point cushion, then that's that's fine by me. Quite, quite honestly.
2: Um, very, very funny. But I, I agree. I agree. I think. I think. I know how where the upgrades on this team are going to be in the future. Yeah, I think we well, we disagreed with this. Before we started, you thought Kulusevski played quite well, and I thought he was the worst player in a Spurs shirt.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm a moment spectator, so you know, one nutmeg <laughs> the at the end of the game <laughs> is good enough for me. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I suppose five out of ten is is just halfway, and that's <laughs> you know, that's that's fine. Well, some people get pissed off when they're like, oh, five out of ten, you know, five out of ten. Yeah, is, I do, get, you know, I do get
2: comments a lot. Uh, once I get, once I get Christian Piusica, like a five out of ten when he came on for ten minutes for Chelsea. And American people were not happy with that. Well, they not. No, no, no Run, fuming, do they were human.
1: Captain America. How, how did could you give him a five? Um, I mean, yeah, I suppose if if he doesn't if he doesn't start adding goal contributions, I suppose if you're getting really greedy, then that 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 winger spot is one you'd like to have players chipping in in, in for. Like I watched, I actually, you know, the more I sort of watch Richarlison, I know it seems a bit odd, but the more I sort of like. Feel maybe he he might start delivering at some point, you know, because like he, he's getting assists at least. He's getting assists. And he's getting more involved in like coming infield and getting the shot away. Like that was the one on the edge of the box where if he's just if he's got it's annoying how much of a confidence player he is, but if yeah. if he like he has a little bit of backing for himself, then he probably just puts it in the in the corner rather than watching it slide wide.
2: I thought it, the first half chance. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that went in. Yeah. I was yeah. very I was very shocked to look back up and the was behind the net and not in it. I was like, what? What yeah, just happened?
1: In the way that only Richie can, really. Um, I
2: this mean, is it's what big, he
1: does. Yeah. decky De- 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 I suppose. I mean, like, wingers are so important if you're going to press, like, really high. You have to have people who've got legs and will just put their body through it. So, um, yeah. If if Decky stinks up the gaff like he continues to do, in your opinion.
2: Well, the, the only thing is, he's, he's actually now getting into the good positions. He's just not... He's just acting with the conviction of a man who scored two goals last season and yeah. scored two goals this season. And that's the, yeah. annoying, that's the annoying thing. If, if So he had the... I think even before the big one in the first half, there was another chance that he had. But the, towards the end of the first half, where Romero runs forward, kind of stops, and then plays like yeah. incredible ball mm-hmm. um, past the Fulham defence. And it's like, if he just hits it, it probably goes in. But he just delays, 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 Fulham get back and take the ball. Yeah. and it's just like I, I I said before in our last pod that it was a touch of the greedish about him and I, I was watching this game and just thinking it more and more and more that he's trying not to be a direct threat he's trying to kind of make it seem like he's empowering others to be a direct threat and it's like bro you're good yeah alright I, be- I believe in you can you believe in you
1: yeah pick the right moments to do that um, do that holding up of the ball stuff. yeah like you can just have a shot and you know, you scored that winner against Sheffield United. That's the thing, so it's like I thought after quality, that would be a turning yeah. point. It was weak foot as well. On the right foot, yeah. So just just put your right foot through it. I mean surely these you would think like pro footballers can't be so one footed that, you know, when a chance pops up that they go, ah oh, no, gotta take <laughs> it on my left. Common
2: misconception. Yeah. It's like it's sort of like in the first Spider Man movie where Green Goblin says to Spider Man, You you and I are not so different <laughs> You know, me and Kuluzewski,
1: you know, one of the same. I don't really want to use my weak foot either. <laughs> Yeah, it's all relative, I suppose. But his, his right foot is almost certainly a hundred times better than my left, so you he should, he should go for well, it. Well, that
2: was the other thing this game. He was coming inside a lot more, I think Anthony Robinson and Tim Ream knew how to defend it. Whereas the games where he had gone outside, like in the Luton game, like in the Sheffield United game, like in the Liverpool game for stretches,
1: it was better. Yeah, but- I don't really recall... Porro being as massive a threat as maybe he has been before, and maybe better defensively of, though. He was good defensively, didn't which he? is a nice really kind of change driven. of pace. But there wasn't have that Tim Sherwood. Yeah, <laughs> we're picking the right battles to win this year. <laughs> really, are. make sure we. I've win. said that before, right? You the the second
2: sec, no, the, the second that Tim Sherwood said that, I was like, okay, I know this guy's going to be good. <laughs> I believe. Based on what? <laughs> just you know, the law of averages and people with certain opinions. Well, they are people like who have tended to be not as correct as at other points.
1: Well, that's just me. He had a fifty-nine win percent ratio, so it was second to none. It was, and it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it remained. No, oh, no, it can't. Then at the moment, it must have it? gone down after that. Surely, yeah. He can't, can't be. Bit, he though. can't be second to none. It, is, they it they must be them. second to <laughs> Ange. <laughs> good so point actually a yeah seven hour, 10 ah. or whatever. is it 7 from 10 games in all comps is that league cup yeah <laughs> league cup, the league yeah. cup
2: one. technically it doesn't count as a loss yeah apparently shootout defeat counts as a draw ah, in the, in well, the history okay. books
1: alright well that makes me feel so much better say <laughs> so, we're at the Carabao I didn't care then I, I
2: don't care now I, I care even less now if anything suppose if you, you see like, like the, the round
1: three of the Carabao Cup a
2: couple of weeks ago happened and I was like wow hmm. we're not playing tonight that's nice <laughs> And then it's round four next week, and it's like, oh, nice, <laughs> nice, yeah, it's great. Don't
1: Thanks. need to, don't need to waste your time yeah. watching Macclesfield or anyone yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, uh, should we talk about Sonny? Because Sonny, fifty goals in the new stadium. is do really. I, yeah, mm-hmm. they, um, Spurs official released a video with one second of like every goal. Uh, Mate, Am- amazing idea, by the way. Hats off to that. That's um, yeah, that's my. I really enjoy. I really enjoy that because obviously most of his goals are really good. But I tweeted it, I think, yesterday morning, after getting home or whatever. And I remember in th- that chance being quite easy. Like, I know that R- Reem and Bassey kind of ran into each other, but I thought someone was a lot closer to the goal, and I thought it was almost, oh, it's just a very routine finish. I didn't realise, to watching it back, you put it in the bloody top corner from, like, 18 yards. Mm. <laughs> and Reem and Bassey weren't as far away as I thought they were.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, how many how many times do you see him score that goal? Well, like, yeah, this guy oh, is oh, oh, the, not, oh, what? Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. He does it all the time. Yeah, man, that's his trademark thing. Like, yeah, it's a little bit of little bit of room outside it, the area. It came like, out like, recently, didn't it? Like, it is so- hard.
0: Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: Someone did like an XG study. It was the two biggest overforms XG, therefore meaning the two best finishers of like the last 10 years are Messi and Son. Yeah, just make a mock, just make a mockery of it yeah take a double that. a son chance is not a cha- a same chance for anyone
1: else no because I, I, I don't think anyone hits it with like the conviction and regular accuracy that, that he manages is it's, it's, it's quite astounding really that he, he continues to get all that all that time or just like the, the sp- split second he needs just for a touch and a finish mm. it's just mm. so natural the way he gets it out of his feet and um, and like he's, he's just he's he's not having to do as much running now. Like he can just concentrate on those little bits of quality that he needs to provide. I thought Harrod be- in this game was actually quite good as well.
2: Yeah, and I thought that like the Lut game before, when it was eleven v eleven as well it was quite. It kind of got lost in the well. The they stories, started the stories started of the day. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they? yeah. They
1: were like just electric and creating. But he, like yeah, but every week he's
2: learning how to kind of use his back to goal a bit more. How to when and how to bring others into play. Yeah. The runs of players like Madison, you know, Doggy.
1: Well, yeah, it helps having all those all those players around him that you know. Are as opposed to as opposed to the last and... couple of years where it's been, well, been yeah. it's, just, it's just me again. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. But like last season, especially when it was when he, he he it seemed like he was taking on more of a responsibility to do something himself, and then just losing the ball and you know provoking uproar and all that sort of stuff. Whereas now, because of that build up pattern that you know we talked about. Um, which is a bit different and creates space elsewhere. He's sort of reaping the rewards of it as a, as a front man and, and um, long may it continue. I think he's, he's he's absolutely flying at the moment.
2: Seven primary goals already. Seven prem goals. Three off what he recorded last season.
1: For fuck's sake, Antonio. Honestly, mate. It's
2: just... It's just brutal. He was so clearly injured mm. because when you factor in also that he's now 31 that he's a player who's right on pace for a lot of his career and the miles that are on his body just by playing loads and having to travel to South Korea and back every international break that is astounding mm. that is unbelievable fitness and conditioning and the only thing that really stopped
1: that was a hernia problem and even then he still broke the 10 goal barrier that is incredible yeah he's got, he's got terrific longevity and like I genuinely hope that I mean, how many did he get? He got like 22 in the Golden Boot season, was it? Maybe 20. 23, 23. I, I, I really hope that this is just him sort of booking himself in for 20 goals a season in the Prem just every year now. He just every night if he can play yeah, as a centre forward, that is just he plays, a big loan of my mind. And I, I, I think it's it was it's obviously been a very good idea from 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 Ange to, to, to work him into that more central area nice and early in the season mm. so that he doesn't get knackered out just by sprinting around the pitch and, you know, maybe someone who does feel the need to be involved in the game like Richardson, can do that just by pressing and winning the ball back and, and feeding, mm. feeding Son who will have that, you know, freshness from not having to do that as well. Yeah, well, yeah, I was
2: going to say I actually think that this is works really well with Richardson going to the left because he does have that
1: bit of unpredictability about him.
2: Yeah, in terms of, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Sometimes, what's go- where the ball's going to go.
1: He just gives me that that you know when Bergvina had that run under Mourinho when he was like the 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 presser, but he had like no the goal third man whatsoever. Yeah, it did, it did him, absolutely up Yeah, he did nothing except for hit the post at Liverpool. It's kind of yeah, it's gonna be that little a little vibe of that. But like I said, hopefully he get assists at least. Yeah, get getting the assists and actually. um you know, it, it'll it'll come as a result of attacking play. He'll start scoring goals. And-
2: yeah, it's not it's not as if he's not getting the chances either. So, he had yeah. the two or three against Luton. He had a couple against F- um, Fulham as well now. Yeah. So, it's not he as He just if- can't hit a barn door. Well, that's well yeah, that that's the problem. That's, yeah. all that, that's sort the problem. That. That's a confidence thing. Once can I even say when one goes in with his feet I think it's different with his head because the two goals he scored this season have both been headers mm. so I think it's different when you're scoring with your head and with your feet you know when like you know when the old adage when it's like oh he just needs one to go in and off his arse or something yeah. I don't believe that at all I think a striker like you don't want to be lucky you want it to be a clean goal you want it to be like oh yeah I actually do still have it yeah so you know I don't believe that's it. what you're you You score you score a lot of goals dude <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, five and three. This, yeah, yeah. There you go. Five aside. Yeah. Would you rather they
2: all go off your arse or are you are welly them in?
1: Uh, no, I'd rather smack them in from. Mm. I don't know. The pitch is about twelve yards long, so <laughs> like from from that from that way out, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean, like, and how often does a goal go in off some of these Harris? It doesn't at all. Um, so it'd probably be a, a bigger, you know, check on, on their on their mm. qualities as a player if they managed yeah. to do that. Yeah, might be seen as disrespectful as well <laughs> if you just sat on the ball and sort of twerked it in, you know.
2: A bit like that Ronaldinho advert when he gets down on the floor and heads it in.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's one of my favourite adverts. Actually, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, he's a good one. But but Sonny, man, hopefully um, hopefully doesn't um. I don't know. <laughs> this is the other thing I've um, just worried about if anything happens to him, you know, because there's such such fitness worry over him every time there's an international break it's like Ooh, he came off in the 60th minute could be <laughs> an issue here and it's usually always fine cause it happens every time cool. as well. he's like the guy who just doesn't get injured and just keeps playing through everything and maybe maybe not always the best idea but he's, he's usually fine this was the
2: good thing about playing on the Monday night we had to wait longer to have this football back in our lives again but it allowed those kind of extra couple of days of recovery which I thought were paramount to yes. get to recover some of these key players
1: yeah, I suppose there isn't a yeah. There's Richardson, but there's and and Romero, but there isn't like mm. the biggest South American presence in the in the team. I suppose. I mean, Son is obviously in Asia, so that's lots of further as well, which is even further. Um, so I, well, I suppose that those are three pretty important players. But yeah, the, the squad the, the squad court, is still thin. Yeah, that's yeah, that's always the issue. If anything. Happens to one of them. Well, yeah. Could be well, yeah. So
2: in this game, uh, Postacog was forced into his first change in a while, where Basumi was suspended. Hoyberg comes in. I thought he did all right. I think it's complete. It's a different role, different skill set, different kind of player. You're
1: not going to get the same. You're not. You're,
2: you're absolutely not going to get the same. And You can't ask Hoyberg to do the same things because he's just not going to be very good at them. There was a chart. There was a time where he actually did hoof the ball away, and like in preseason, Ange did get annoyed at it on the touchline, but. I kind of felt more sympathy for Hoybe in that case because I was like there was actually no option on I don't think he wanted to give the ball away in his own third so I I, I got it at least it wasn't as if he was just like last season where it was more of a go-to thing
1: yeah and like he's he's still he's still a decent defensive presence he's just not going to be able to have his have his back to you know an opposition press and turn and beat a player so easily and get the attack moving is he so that's that's the only problem but he still had Saar running in front and and um, creating space by doing that. Like I, I, I'm not sure how. I don't think he really played himself into, you know, starting contention. Oh no, yeah, right? he's not going Yeah, he's not. Uh, it's not gonna crazy. Yeah, but I, th- I thought he was. He was fine. You know, there are obvious limitations to his game, and um,
2: even then, still massive in the second goal.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. He's the guy who picks it up, doesn't he? Mm. And then feeds it When's to the ball Richie. Back? And you know, he's quite good at that. You know, he's he's done it a fair few times this season. Just you know, the the pre assist, I suppose. Or yeah close to it, like nicking the ball and yeah, getting forward, which is you know, that's something that you can bring to the team which is which is positive. It's just um I don't know, maybe maybe Spurs weren't as free flowing as maybe they could have been. I know the second half sort of dropped off a little bit and maybe that was to blame somewhat, but I think like he, He's, he's very fine. The pr- yeah, the
2: problem is that he's been a key undroppable player since he's been here and that's coincided with some of the worst football that we've ever seen. Mm. And I don't. I think if he was in this role where he's the reserve to basuma, where he'll come in, he'll do the 10-15 minute specific jobs at the end of games. Mm. That is fine for him. That is like the perfect way that I would want to use him. Now the problem is, I don't know if he wants to be used that way.
1: No, he definitely... And he
2: has does. other ambitions.
1: Yeah, and Juve seemed to want him.
2: Juve seemed to want him, but I don't... I, I Spurs want to trust that Juve have everything we in order owe, to, we to finance them, that. Do <laughs> we them do them one <laughs> or two.
1: I mean, we probably owe them more than just a player. For you, my friend. I feel like Paratici might have yeah. done, done something, a little one toward in some way. Um, but I mean, like, only Skip came off the bench, apparently, and made four tackles, which is three more He made more that more really good bench. sliding one, didn't he? Yeah, on... William. Yeah, it was, just, yeah he was told to get up yeah you get to your it was really
2: really good tackle um, but, but yeah he, I think yeah. yeah late in the second half Spurs just lost a bit of control Fulham went for it but I think the difference is Spurs are so confident defensively now and so better drilled defensively now which is funny because it was basically when they were drilling last year and it didn't really matter um, mm-hmm. it, it, they managed to keep Fulham out it was limited to mainly half chances apart from that one, was it the Jimenez strike? Yeah, the Jimenez strike right at the end. Well, yeah, I was going to say, was I, I was quite, I was quite convinced sitting in my seat that that was a foul. So it didn't really worry me that much. It never felt like, okay, wow, well, Fulham are getting back into this. So yeah. that was the difference between last year and this year. Especially running run this fixture last year, but still lacked that defensive solidity. Played better this year and still managed to hold on, get a clean sheet and...
1: Just it it looked better. Deserved it
2: in the end, but just yeah, just better.
1: Looks better. It looks more promising. You know, you've got fans more excited for for the next game, which you know mm-hmm. comes very quickly now. Um, I think yeah, I think I had sort of pointed or, or, or thought Palace might be yeah, the banana skin for some reason because they lost like five or four nil to Newcastle. They haven't, they the haven't
2: been very good this season. Really they they can't score really. They haven't got a real kind of threat like that. Zaha's left and they haven't really found a way to replace him yet. Um, Elise has been injured all season. Eze's now injured. Mm. Uh, but I will always fear going to Selhurst Park on a, for a night game, even though we did win their 4 0 last year with kind of a weird team that we played that night. But it would, yeah, all, it would but it's he... always. I don't, you don't want to go to Selhurst on a night where Palace fans can really drink. I think Friday night <laughs> is different. So they'll be up for it. They will be. They kind up of throw a spanner them. in it. If Spurs make a a mistake from the back or something like that I think that'll be Palace's route into it and then they might defend really well they've got a lot of good players there and Anderson Gehi Johnson's been really going to goal this season
1: yeah they do have the players out in attack at least don't they so like Elise isn't playing Etse won't be playing so that's that's, that's much good more promising I don't there's don't even know who we're can
2: you about pull up it. the stats from when we lost 3-0 under Nuno because <laughs> someone sent me them yesterday and they were <laughs> I, I, I completely forgot how pathetic they were and I know that part of that is skewed because Tanganga got sent off mm. at some point but that was in the second half and I think to that point Spurs still did absolutely nothing
1: yeah this one was quite a uh, a turgid watch yeah it was 10 shots to one before, by, the, by the time Tanganga got yeah, sent by off the time, in Palace oh Spain god yeah um, and that was with a Oh, it's an awful team oh my god! Right. I don't even
2: I don't even remember Winks playing that game.
1: Joe starting Ryan, that game. Eric Dyer had to come off, and it still took Palace until the seventy sixth minute to <laughs> to get past the centre back combination of fucking what was it? Joe Roden and Tanganga. Well, Tang- and well, C- well, yeah, who, who
2: moved the centre back? D- Davis came on. Davis, <laughs> Davis and Roden. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was Davis. Yeah, Davis got shuffled in. Oh field, my god! It. It's a horrible team. Okay, so look. yeah, so
2: the team, so the team, uh, ten men, Larice. Emerson, Roden, Davis, Regulon, Skip, Hoiberg, Delhi, Lucas Kane. Yeah, not...
1: Not Not great. Not not inspired. I've seen better teams. Yeah. Well, that's just a team that had no identity whatsoever, isn't it? No, yeah.
2: I found a lot of old tweets about the Nuno era, and it was... I actually want to go back and watch some of these games just to see how bad it is, because Mm. you see it now. It's like, I know what Spurs are going to do, and I know that the opposition is not going to be good enough to stop them. Whereas I want to go back and watch these games where it is properly crap and be like, what is Spurs' plan here? Not the Arsenal game, because I think that was just that was like insane but I might watch El Sakako again El just, to, just to see what happened what went so wrong <laughs> so much went wrong just morbidly curious you know uh, like how could it have been so bad and why right. people were complete idiots for thinking that the circumstances in which Nuno was hired and in which Andrew were hired were similar and it just absolutely were not yeah. and I think a lot of people were having to eat some humble pie and look I suppose I could still finish 6th or 7th this season but there's obvious blueprint to move forward, and there's a lot of people that were wrong. People, a lot of people were saying after, particularly after Kane was sold, Spurs could finish in the bottom half. That Spurs don't have the quality. That's there's just there's too much going on for Spurs to implement an attacking style, which is completely different to what's been going on the last few years. Spurs to compete that the kind of the heart and soul of the team had ripped out. I don't know if the, the couple of days after that, It felt like you were in mourning or something. Mm. but for Spurs to have been this good so far it's just
1: it's nice isn't it there are a lot of smart people in the world and you know smart people often take shots at Tottenham and usually (laughs) I mean they usually get them right to be honest Um, this season it's low hanging fruit isn't it it's just low hanging fruit yeah you can't I'm never really that impressed by somebody's wall knowledge if they say like Tottenham aren't going to do it this year um, especially in like uh, or a summer where so much was happening like all I could sort of say was well, well I'm not sure like how they're going to do you know it's it's a very big gap go. between the ceiling
2: and the floor but yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. but as, as we always say like football can change really quickly yes so you people forget this you shouldn't get too, uh, too worked up and thinking that Spurs are shite or that Spurs <laughs> are world beaters, well well
2: people, people lapped up the Conte thing as well as if he wasn't a massive
1: reason behind his own failures yeah they think like, like, like oh, oh this, yeah, this yeah he's is, so smart this guy's the absolute uh, guardian of truth, uh, isn't oh, it? Like, yeah. He never says a wrong word or like lets his ego interfere in anything. You know, yeah. you know, he had a pretty horrible year. Def- definitely the not the, the leader,
2: manager's like. fault that the team went from third to eighth.
1: Yeah, and like that was late in the season. <laughs> that was like they were still fourth or something by March. I swear, and then it all fucking just. It was a false position. It was it like was, the team's below it's some game. This is the thing. It's like, it's <laughs> always people love
2: taking the table contest. Like like every team below Spurs had some games in hand. And Spurs' run-in was harder. It's like when you know when Poch got sacked from Mourinho, and it was, oh, Mourinho's brought them to within the, t- the close to the top four again. It was like, like, I oh. suppose was like thirteenth when Poch got sacked, but it was only like a five point gap. It was something that could easily been made up on on that quite kind run of games that Mourinho started with. So, yeah,
1: I just think yeah, the important thing will be for Spurs. Like they haven't they haven't had a loss since that Fulham. League Cup game, it'll, it'll be important. Like when it does arrive, and it might arrive against someone that you don't expect it against, like Palace, like Palace. Like hopefully, it's going to football. Night. It's not an exact science. Yeah, but the I'm, and I'm sure like the players will, will hopefully be thinking the same thing. But just don't just don't get too too low. And for fans as well, like there's no point in getting too low um, if if this if this group gets found out because you, you know there's also been a lot of a lot of a lot of tax on player fitness over the last few years so they could just they could just blow one up um, in a a game like this but there there are still overriding positives and reasons to be optimistic even if such a result does come and you know one of them being that we won't have to see in a a starting 11 like like the one that uh, (laughs) caught beef beat 3-0 there back in (laughs) 2021 which was
2: uh, what was the final shot
1: count? Uh, 18
2: to 2 um, so as many Alistair, shots with 10 men as with 11
1: yeah we did get one on target though Lucas, hey. Lucas Moore, probably one of those I reckon from 30 yards from 30 yards just trickles into Gaeta's Gaeta's gloves but um, yeah I mean like we can be very smart now <laughs> we'll think of ourselves as you got to enjoy the good times play. while they're here because you never know when they're going to end Ex- exactly. exactly that's what I always say and, um, if they get another win heading into that Chelsea game mm-hmm the start of next month as well then I'm 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 rubbing my hands together and thinking hello Pochi. anything is possible yeah I'd like, uh, mm. like to have a nice little eve yeah. there with, with, with Podge it's a Monday night one isn't it it is Monday
2: night which is it's a little bit annoying Monday yeah. night so. Monday night is like yeah. the worst slot for me like, for you personally personally yeah um, I think in terms of games probably Saturday only is the worst and I, I do get why Klopp gets annoyed by it but so nine nine a day Anyway, I'm at the early kick-off on Saturday anyway. Chelsea Brentford.
1: Are you? A, are you at Palace or? No?
2: I'm not because that's a Friday night, and I don't know if you ever tried to get home from Selhurst on a late on. I don't like, fr- at like 10 p.m. That on a Friday night. It's no. like, not it's amazing.
1: Not, not not for me, quite frankly. I won't be not be trying that. I won't be trying that.
2: Don't envy anyone. Don't. Know. Also, <laughs> crap view I in mean, that it's it's nice. press box. It's, it's easier to
1: watch the game from home. I haven't heard great things about. You can't things even see. Press. Can he see? I can He see. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> can he see? Oh dear. Well, they way with too many changes for that game. we we'll, they uh, probably just assume the back in.
2: You might make. I guess you might make a couple because the games are close together. It's is yeah. basically like a a Tuesday Saturday.
1: Maybe if Johnson's
2: um, fit enough, he. he I'd like to. See, I'd like to see more of him. I want to see. I'm very curious to see what he, he's going to add to this team because, like I said, like I just want. I want these wingers to be dynamic. Um, we were at peace on 90 mincom Com this week. Spurs are one of the clubs that like the look of athletic club and Spain winger Nico Williams who I think is that would be perfect very quick two-footed can go in and out that is the perfect kind of ang winger I don't think Spurs will get him cause, just because I think there's bigger clubs they're going to be around him but I can dream, dream. that would be, be perfect will he not
1: be somebody who gets just lost into the winger um Void a little bit. I think
2: he's. I think he's spectacular. I think he's spectacular. I think that. I think he would be a starter. I think he would come in. You think about the, the players that have come in as well. That how Ange improved all of them immediately as well. I think if he comes in and that kind of trajectory happens as well, I think he would be one of the best wingers in the league Ooh. within a, for a few months. I think he's amazing. You think? I really good? rate him highly.
1: I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Was looking at him the other day after that. Um, after that piece that we put out has he scored a La Liga goal yet this season
2: this season couldn't tell you mate couldn't tell you mate don't watch yeah. this La Liga rubbish I don't care 2-10 <laughs> <laughs> for Spain though which is quite decent
1: that's not too bad that's not too bad although Spain famously have zero goal scorers that's true you know um, they are on Rattam. as good as it gets for anyone like 2-10 went to the World Cup did he, did he play? maybe maybe a little bit for their inevitable bottling in the quarterfinals, it wasn't even the cause was it probably wasn't no. was though last 16 wasn't it 16. Rocker.
2: yeah Morocco yeah. did Portugal in all the quarters of course oh, now I don't think about the World Cup again I don't want to think about the World Cup again I was thinking about the up. England loss this morning ah tragic The bloody. Who was responsible for
1: that? What an idiot. (laughs) Some guy who plays Bayern Munich. Yeah, classic. Uh, We were talking
2: about the Bayern game earlier, weren't we? We (laughs) Watching it last night, I was just not impressed whatsoever. Galatasaray. Yeah, I know. Bayern Bayern won 3-1, but Galatasaray absolutely battered them and should have beaten them and should have killed them with the chance.
1: Yeah, it was a really odd display from Bayern, I have to say. Like, they they could have, I think they probably could have scored a few more if they'd been sharp at all.
2: Kane's gone to another
1: softball team. Yeah, it, it does sort of look like that. Like, He's, he just wants to you know play for that big team and not sort of worry about the style but Tuchel cool was the guy winning round so yeah and like Tuchel cool. you know
2: that that Chelsea team what an attacking team that was
1: yeah what would Kai have up front <laughs> <laughs> Harry you come to Bayern and you are going to be my Kai
2: yeah Bayern so far like they've got none of the good bits of that Chelsea team and none of the good bits of the either it just came scoring because that's pretty much it and they, they look open he's re- just as really far. good <laughs> they're third in the Bundesliga yeah
1: yeah, I hope Leverkusen win that. It would be funny. Uh, it would be. It would be. It would be funny. <laughs> it shows where I'm at. Where I'm heads backed out. I mean,
2: I'll have Invincibles 2.0 over here.
1: Yeah, and they can have another full weekend at the top if they go and win at Palace. So, you know. That's, I guess that's a good thing about the Friday the night it is
2: it Spurs win, it's like you can just enjoy the weekend without having the dread of playing a game. Yeah, the thought and of then, losing.
1: Yeah, and then laugh when one of one of City and United drops points. Mm. Same with oh, there are no other really. I, don't, I, I, okay. I, I imagine that Arsenal will beat Sheffield United. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know man. Like uh, I think Manchester United only just squeezed past them recently and uh, <laughs> yeah. I think they weren't even better in that
2: game. You know the, people say our oh, Spurs only beat Sheffield United 2-1 yeah but Spurs battered them. Like, yeah. Come, like come on.
1: It's yeah. not the same. It was, it, was, it was coming. It wasn't as if like uh, we couldn't open up Sheffield United there were chances they just didn't put them away until the very end uh, but Manchester United are back now anyway yeah, <laughs> don't need to worry about no, it no don't to worry about us. they've beaten yeah beaten Brentford beaten Sheffield United beaten, beaten Copenhagen, Copenhagen. <laughs> yeah huge huge so I'll expect After, them to just keep uh, soaring up the league they can only go better now <laughs> we're in the good times now baby 11-3 <laughs> and three goal difference uh, terrible What's the last 20-8 Twenty and eight, yeah, twelve. Nice. Not the best, obviously. Newcastle's eight nil humping of Sheffield, <laughs> sort of. Sort it, of t- it takes the that's, cake. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. sort of skewed. I uh, think they're going to back dormant tonight. Yeah, they probably will. Like, I, I, that's. I, I, I don't. I was t- chatting to mates yesterday about just how there's something about the Champions League games this this year where I'm just yeah. really uninterested yeah and, in, like, the in, it's, it's lacking, Spurs, you know. it lacking Spurs you know it's lacking Spurs that's when, what I was when, thinking when, when Spurs, Spurs in
2: the Champions Manchester League United, you know, the pride of England in Europe That all we're back you know yeah because United and Arsenal have really not been that good so far yeah
1: I mean like Arsenal could win and like fair play to that but United yeah. was sort of struggling and huffing and puffing well, we kind of need to do England. well as well to try and get that fifth Champions League place and yeah the hopes of
2: really carrying on Newcastle and Man City and Man City haven't even been that good so far
1: no they won't I mean you can trust that they'll turn it on at some point and yeah
2: when De Bruyne is back when they do yeah back from that last three months of the season yeah and when they
1: do that there won't be another team who can sort of stand up to them unless yeah, it should be a, it should crazy, be a, yeah. crazy shit crazy boy
2: stuff oh, what victory for all of Jude's
1: yeah it's good to have somebody out there spreading spreading good Jude news well they're playing Hey Jude the other night after the game as well why One I did not ones. go to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium <laughs> because I just make it all about myself and think, "Ah, oh, you guys, you're embarrassing me." Now. This is your rush dinner. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, this is my chance. So I just, I just steal the mic off off Koyte and just have a good sing <laughs> <sync-tongue>. us <laughs> Get the, the trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my drama? All right. Drama. I'm getting hungry. I need a hobnob.
2: Oh, hold on! Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, if you haven't subscribed and left a rating yet, please do. It helps us a lot, and we will catch you post Palace, pre
1: Chelsea.